From DTCC, you're listening to Take 5, a bite-sized post-trade financial services podcast that tackles an industry topic or trend in just five minutes. Tune in to hear a DTCC executive share their perspective on how to grow, prosper, and protect the global financial markets. There's a lot to uncover in five, so let's start the clock. Hi, this is Sean McEntee. I lead the matching and agreements business for DTCC Institutional Trade Processing, also known as ITP. As you might imagine, given our role in the industry, I'm spending a lot of my time these days talking to our clients about the impacts of the uh, shortened settlement cycle and move to T1, and specifically how ITP can help with that. As part of those conversations, I'm asked all the time about how T3 to T2, which happened in 2017, differs from T2 to T1 this time around. And from my perspective, there are two very distinct differences, particularly as it relates to the buy side. Um, So my favorite T1 quote that I've heard or read is that in the the move to T2, we lost a day in the settlement cycle, but in the move from T2 to T1, we lose the only day in the settlement cycle. So where we currently have a full business day to, to clean up exceptions, that effectively gets reduced down to a five hour window between the U.S. market close at 4 p.m. and the new DTC affirmation cutoff, which is 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, so that window for exception handling is, is drastically reduced, and that's going to put significant pressure on both the buy side and the sell side to handle any exceptions that might occur in that shortened window. And the other very important difference that I want to talk about is the impact on the buy side, who from people that I've spoken to largely viewed that move from T3 to T2 as somewhat of a non-event with little impact on the buy side. We think that this you know, shortening to T1 will have a significantly greater impact on the buy side for two reasons. So in addition to the core piece of the regulation that reduces the settlement cycle to T1, there are two additional components of this regulation that will impact the buy side, either directly or indirectly. So the first is this new, and I apologize for getting uh, technical and lawyerly, but the new Exchange Act 15C62, which basically mandates same-day affirmation. So while that is technically a sell-side regulation, it states that brokers will need to have policies and procedures in place to ensure, and this is a bit of a tongue twister, but to ensure that their clients are affirming trades quote unquote, as soon as technologically practicable and no later than the end of trade date. And then the second regulation, again, very relevant to the buy side, and this is a direct impact to the buy side, is the Advisors Act 2042, which outlines record keeping requirements for registered investment advisors or RIAs. So this regulation requires RIAs, excuse me, uh, that are parties to contracts under that 15C62 to make and keep records of confirmations received, allocations and affirmations sent, each with a date and timestamp. So again, this is a new piece of regulation that we think will significantly impact buy side. And I'll come back to the 2042 requirement, either in this podcast or if we don't have time, maybe we'll we'll come back to that specifically with a follow-up. So let me talk first about the 15C62 and affirmations. Again, it's a sell-side regulation, but it will have significant impact on the buy side. And I'll tell you why. So our largest sell-side clients are already talking to ITP about leveraging our ITP data analytics tools to monitor clients' affirmation rates, and their compliance teams are are in the midst of drafting policies and procedures per the requirement or per the regulation that speak to things like 
warning letters when clients drop below a certain uh, affirmation percentage, and even potential penalties. So really to be determined how this all plays out, but I can tell you for certain that that the broker compliance teams are taking uh, this regulation very seriously, and we'll need to look hard at who they're trading with and how those parties are complying. So how does this impact the buy side? Well, today, many buy side clients have outsourced that affirmation process to their custodians. Um, and ITP is advocating that with this new regulation, the best practice for the buy side is really to take back that responsibility as the affirming party. And towards that end, we've introduced a workflow in CTM known as Match to Instruct or M2I for short. That makes it really very easy for existing buy side clients and CSR, existing CTM clients on the buy side to do just that. So what does M2I do? Uh, you know, of course, we have to give it a fancy three-letter acronym, really pretty simple concept. So Match to Instruct streamlines what is today a multi-step process of allocation matching in the middle office and then confirmation affirmation in the back office. And we consolidate that down into a single process where the match in CTM between the IM's allocation and the EB's confirmation is the affirmation of the trade. And when that trade is affirmed, it flows directly down from CTM to the DTC and is staged for authorization and settlement. And if all of that happens prior to that 9 p.m. cutoff, then it'll flow in a matter of seconds, again, from CTM straight down to DTC. So a very efficient uh, workflow. And we have seen tremendous uptake, again, with T1 as a, a tailwind of this workflow in the past year to the point where we're now approaching nearly 100 buy-side clients live. And those buy-side clients are experiencing affirmation rates, again, prior to 9 p.m., the new cutoff of 98.6%. And we contrast that, and I, I show this slide often when I'm presenting uh, with visual aids of kind of contrasting affirmation rates in that CTM match to instruct model versus the legacy confirm affirm model. So where we're seeing 98.6% prior to 9 p.m. for match to instruct, we're still seeing affirmation rates in the mid 40s by 9 p.m. for that confirm affirm model. So there's a huge gap that would need to be closed for clients that choose to continue to have the custodian affirm on their behalf. And we really just think that match to instruct is a, a much more efficient model and really a light lift for the buy side and something you should really consider. So hopefully I've shared some information today that's helpful to you as you prepare for this T1 transition. If you want more information on the CTM match to instruct workflow, please reach out to your relationship manager or salesperson, or you can always find more on dtcc.com. Thanks. Want to hear more? Check out our full-length show, Advancing Financial Markets Together. Head to dtcc.com slash podcasts to learn more and subscribe today via email or on all major podcast streaming platforms. Whoa.